Hey, Smarty fans, your pal Trusty has a gift for you. A seven-day free trial of Who Smarted Plus. That's right. If you sign up for Who Smarted Plus, you'll get one week of free access to all our subscriber episodes and bonus Smarty Qs, all ad-free. Parents, educators, and Smarty Pants have been letting us know how much they love their Who Smarted Plus subscriptions. Now's your chance to see what all the excitement is about. Again, this offer is 100% free. You can cancel any time within the trial week. But I have a feeling you're going to want to stick around for all the exciting adventures and extra smarting. Sign up now right in Apple Podcasts or on whosmarted.com. Just click Join Who Smarted Plus. Thanks for smarting with us and supporting Who Smarted. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To get even more out of Who Smarted, subscribe to our free activity guides at whosmarted.com. Hey, kid, see if you can guess what I'm doing. Did you say, writing a poem? Well, I don't know how you write a poem, but it usually doesn't involve turning on the stove, cracking an egg, and dropping that egg into a hot pan. But you know what does involve all that? Cooking. Now, sure, there's plenty of delicious things you can eat that don't require cooking, like a peanut butter, banana, and jelly sandwich. (laughs) But thanks to cooking, you get to have pizza, burgers, Grilled cheese, chicken, spaghetti and meatballs, tacos, oatmeal, soups, and, well, you get the picture. But what exactly is cooking? And why is it so important for humans to cook? And who thought up cooking in the first place? Ah, my egg's burning. Now that's okay. I like it crispy. It's time to cook up another whiff of science on... Who smarted? Who smarted? smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who Smarted. Ah, nothing like the smell of frying bacon in the morning. Delicious. And it tastes even better. But I got a question for you. Why do we need to cook food in the first place? I mean, I can eat an apple right off the tree or a carrot straight out of the ground. Uh, 
Watch out, Doc. But with bacon or eggs or chicken, if I don't cook them correctly, not only will it taste bad, but it will also make me sick. So why is that? How does cooking certain foods turn them from something that could make you sick into something tasty and nutritious? Mm-mm. To answer that, we need to go back to the beginning, when early humans first discovered the benefits of cooking food. Ooh. Ah, but just how far back do you think we need to go to see the first humans cooking food? Is it 1,000 years, 100,000 years, a million years, or two million years? If you said two million years, you're right. Scientists have discovered evidence suggesting that our early human ancestors may have invented cooking as far back as 1.8 to 2.3 million years ago. Oh, 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 this meat is gross. That's because you're eating it raw like on the Anderthal, Ralph. Here, let me hold it over the fire for you. Fire? No, fire burns. Me no want burnt food. Me want good food. Yum. Relax, Ralph. See? Hear that sizzle? That's the fire cooking off all the bad stuff in the meat. Bad? Like evil? No, like germs and bacteria. Not only that, but cooking it will make it easier to chew and digest. Remember last month when you ate that three-day-old woolly mammoth? Oh, oh, don't remind me. Tummy still feels funky. Exactly. Putting meat over the fire will make it better for you. Here, it's ready. Try. Good. Meat good. Fire good. Me like. How you get so smart? I'm a woman. Our brains are more evolved. Uh, I don't get it. Gave it a few thousand years. Early humans discovered that by using fire to prepare their food, it made it easier to eat. And that's basically the definition of cooking. The act of using heat to prepare food for consumption, otherwise known as eating. Cooking food makes the calories and some of the nutrients in foods easier to absorb and digest much faster. Which means less time lying around in a meat haze. Oh, meat haze. And more time to hunt or invent new things like tools, weapons, pottery, and... I call it the wheel. See, I told you you'd evolve. So cooking was one of the greatest inventions of all time, allowing people to go from cavemen and cavewomen... Fire? No! to more sophisticated and civilized humans. Relax, Ralph. Fast forward to the early 1900s and the start of the Industrial Revolution. During this explosion of factories, machines, and manufacturing, cooking also expanded from a small-time operation in people's homes to mass production, mass marketing, and perhaps most importantly, mass standardization of food. This meant food needed to meet certain basic standards of health and quality before it was allowed to be bought or sold. This not only made food safer to eat, but it allowed more affordable food to get to people who lived far away from the farms. Namely, people living in the big cities. This led to all kinds of advancements in how food was prepared, which eventually led to lots of casual and fast food restaurants where everyday people could afford to have their own personal chef, sort of. All right, order up. 
We got a stack of Ramont, some B&B, a BLT, cat's heads and easy diggings, and a wrecked Adam and Eve on a raft. Uh, do you have any idea what that cook just said? I'll give you a hint. Everything he said is something you can eat. Don't worry if you can't figure it out. We'll explain it all right after this short break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From calorie-smart to protein-plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor Meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Remember, to get the most out of Who Smarted, subscribe to our free activity guide at www.whosmarted.com. Now back to Who Smarted. 
So any idea what that cook was talking about? All right, order up. We got a stack of Vermont, some B&B, a BLT, cat's heads and easy diggings, and a wrecked Adam and Eve on a raft. Well, the stack of Vermont is a stack of pancakes because syrup comes from Vermont. Yum. The B&B is bread and butter. And you might know that a BLT is a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. But what's a cat's head and easy diggings? Why, it's biscuits and gravy. And the wrecked Adam and Eve on a raft? Two scrambled eggs on toast. Clearly, cooking has come a long way from the simple days of holding meat over a fire with a stick. Fire good! But to understand exactly how far, we brought in a cooking expert. Please welcome my good friend, Bubba. Hey there, how y'all doing? Doing great. So, Bubba, I know you love to cook, but what's your favorite thing to cook? Well, it depends on how you cook it. And there's all kinds of ways. You can roast it, barbecue it, grill it, broil it, smoke it, sear it, make it rotisserie style. You can bake it, flash bake it, blind bake it, boil, blanch, braise, poach, coddle, double steam it. You can simmer, smother, steep, stew, fry, air fry, deep fry, pan fry, pressure fry, stir fry, saute. Um, I think that's almost everything. Good, because this is only a 12-minute show. But the best thing about cooking is the flavors. And there's only four basic things you need to understand if you want to start cooking. Oh, yeah? What's that? Salt, fat, acid, and heat. You master those four elements of cooking, you can do anything with food. I see. So why those four things? Because those four elements are essential to what your food tastes like after you cook it. Here, I'll give you an example. Do you like tacos? Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone likes tacos. All you listening, do you like tacos? All I heard was a lot of yeses. Great. What makes tacos taste great is the combo of salt, fat, acid, and heat used to make them. First up is salt. Salt is the one common element in foods all across the world. Tell me, what's the base of your favorite taco? Beef, chicken, pork, beans, cheese? I'm a chicken guy. Great. So before they cook that chicken, they're gonna salt it, and then salt it again while it's cooking, and maybe even after it's done cooking. Salt brings out a food's natural flavors, but it doesn't just mean regular table salt. Salt covers all kinds of spices, including pepper, paprika, cumin, basil, turmeric. Whoa, 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 remember, 12-minute show. Then you got your fat. The amount of fat in the chicken or oil you're cooking with will determine how much or how little flavor your food has. Oh. The acid is what balances the salt and takes the edge off, complementing the flavors. Could be lemon or lime, salsa, guacamole, or sour cream. But that's what makes the tacos taste like more than just Salty, fatty chicken in a shell. Yeah, I love guac and sour cream. Last but not least, the heat. How hot and how long you cook something will determine if it's underdone, overdone, or just right. Cool, or should I say hot. <laughs> anyway, do you have any tips for our young budding chefs out there? Yeah, ask whoever does the cooking in your house if you can help out in the kitchen. Start small, like measuring ingredients or stirring things together. Eventually, work your way up to making food for yourself. Start with sandwiches on toast or heating up soup. Then maybe some mac and cheese or scrambled eggs or a burger. Before you know it, you'll be making your own Cajun-style shrimp and grits with a side of... Nope, no time for sides. Oh, and don't be afraid to experiment. Eureka! You might just invent a brand new recipe or even a new way of cooking, like pressure cooking, stone boiling, vacuum flask cooking. Okay, Bubba. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 
Wow, are you as excited as I am to try new ways of cooking food? Well, before you do that, I have one final question, and it's about dessert. Now, most of you would probably like a slice of cake or pie for dessert. Mm. But in 16th century England, they took dessert to a whole new level. When preparing special pies for big royal celebrations, the pies would often contain a prize inside. What do you think was sometimes hidden inside those pies? Was it A, jewelry, B, money, C, small paintings, or D, live animals? Got your answer? Well, would you believe these pies sometimes contained live animals? Yep, often prepared for royalty on special occasions, live animals such as frogs, squirrels, and even blackbirds were released when the pie was cut. But while I do encourage you to experiment, I don't recommend putting anything other than fruit in any pies that you bake. Apple pie, cherry pie, blueberry pie, boysenberry pie, schnozberry pie. This episode, Cooking, was written by Jason Williams and voiced by Adam Tex Davis, Charlotte Cohn, Jason Williams, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios, and our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Blackbird Suarez. Lyrics written and performed by Adam Blueberry Pie Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production. I'm a chicken guy. Who Smarted?